Memphis PBR. Yeah, yeah. The best part of doing a podcast is the fact that I'm not wearing any pants. Y'all relate to this pantsless business thing. I've been doing it since like 2011 with my first podcast. I mean, if you're wearing pants regularly, I feel sorry for you, but especially on Labor Day. Liberate your pants area. Anyway, welcome to Red Light Revolution, a show about community. I'm your host, Chairman Dubs, and today we're going to talk about Labor Day. Ah, Labor Day, the day for beers, brats, and barbecue, camping trips to close out the season, and the day every commercial pool says, enjoy today because tomorrow it's going to be 95 degrees and we closed. Fuck you, that's why. It's a time of super sales, consumerism, and consumption. It's rarely a time for reflection because this is America, baby, and we don't do that shit around here. Shit. I wish I could shoot my gun right now. You know, it's not even the real Labor Day. The real Labor Day is May 1st, which has been celebrated by the world as International Working People's Day. But you probably didn't know that. There's a reason for all this. <clears throat> Let's go back to 1856. From our dear fellow worker, Wikipedia. The 21st of August, 1856, Australian stonemasons in Victoria undertook a mass stoppage as part of the eight-hour workday movement. It became a yearly commemoration, inspiring American workers to have their first stoppage. The 1st of May was chosen to be International Workers' Day to commemorate the 1886 Haymarket Affair in Chicago. In that year, beginning on May 1, there was a general strike for the eight-hour workday. On May 4th, the police acted to disperse a public assembly in support of the strike when an unidentified person threw a bomb. The police responded by firing on the workers. The event led to the death of seven police officers and four to eight civilians, and 60 police officers were injured, as were 115 civilians. Hundreds of labor leaders and sympathizers were later rounded up and four were executed by hanging after a trial that was seen as a miscarriage of justice. The following day, on the 5th of May, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the state militia fired on a crowd of strikers, killing seven, including a schoolboy and a man feeding chickens in his yard. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh about that, um, but, I mean, I kind of have to. Um, I mean, it's like the most American thing ever. <laughs> Exploited workers, no attempt at mediation, cops using excessive force, sham trials, dead kids, and lots of explosions. It's like the most America thing ever. I bet it even has something to do with the fact that the original May Day wasn't centered on America. It was International Workers' Day. The original Labor Day asked all members of labor, that's you, podcast listeners, to remember all your other fellow workers with no regard to borders, nations, races, genders, or class. Denying May Day is breaking solidarity. Further, the government, both sides, don't want you to remember all the times that working people were forced to choose violence to obtain basic dignity and labor. Yeah, nowadays we beg our bosses for time off, but back then it was like, you know, me and the boys were talking and we think we need more time off. So you can either work us less or we can shoot bullets into your home. Your call, brother. Can, can we bring that energy back? Like, 100 years, let's, let's commemorate that. It's a centennial, right? <laughs> Speaking of May Day and the co-option of International Working People Day, <laughs> remember the press release from President Biden on April 30th, 2021? To acknowledge the American 
ethos of patriotism and the sacrifices so many of our fellow citizens have made, the Congress, by public law 85-529, as amended, has designated the first day of May each year as Loyalty Day. On this day, let us reaffirm our commitment to the values that bind us together and honor all those who have defended our freedom. <laughs> Loyalty Day. Loyalty Day? Jesus, like, are, are, are we going to have to, like, you know, go swear fealty to the White House now? And, and what are the, the ethos that they are referring to? Is, is it the one of genocide? The one of enslaving a whole people so that we can build our country? A foreign intervention, right? It's got to be foreign intervention. I mean, colonialism is American exceptionalism in a nutshell. But, I mean, are they going to have us swear fealty? You know, is this, is, are, are we in Game of Thrones now? Because if we are, I'm waiting for a castle to fall on Kristen Cinema. <laughs> they, they, they stole Labor Day. Now, to be fair, this isn't Biden's doing, although it's fashy as fuck to continue that tradition. No, this was an effort, like so much of our nationalistic ethos, to combat communism. Ooh, gotta beat the scary reds. Our friend of the pod, Wikipedia, says this about Loyalty Day. The holiday was first observed in 1921 during the first Red Scare. It was originally called Americanization Day, and it was intended to replace the May 1st celebration of the International Workers' Day, which commemorated the 1886 Haymarket Affair in Chicago. During the second Red Scare, it was recognized by the U.S. Congress on April 27, 1955, and made an official reoccurring holiday on July 18, 1958. President Dwight D. Eisenhower proclaimed May 1, 1955, the first observance of Loyalty Day. In 1958, Eisenhower urged Congress to move Child Health Day to the first Monday in October to avoid conflicting with Loyalty Day. Loyalty Day has been recognized with an official proclamation every year by every president since its inception as a legal holiday in 1958. Every year. Every president. There's a reason for that. Because no president is truly a friend to labor. You cannot rise to the level of president of the United States of America and actively be a friend to labor. There's no way that the powers that be would let that happen. Hell, Marty Walsh, Biden's secretary of labor pick, was a bone, and that's probably the closest we're ever going to get thrown at us. Anyway, so yeah, instead of May Day, we get Labor Day. Now, Labor Day is a good idea. Labor makes the world run, and since we can't enjoy the fruits of our effort in the form of, I don't know, better pay, time off, uh, parental leave. There's a lot of reasons, there are a lot of ways we could enjoy the fruits of our labor. But since that's not going to happen, we might as well have a beer and a burger. Basically, Labor Day, as we celebrate it today, is the pizza party for the collective American workforce. And we don't even invite the whole crew, but we'll get to that. First, let's talk about great value brand Labor Day. I took the day off. Comrade Wikipedia never sleeps. Beginning in the late 19th century, as the trade union and labor movements grew, diverse groups of trade unionists chose a variety of days on which to celebrate labor. In the United States, a September holiday called Labor Day was first proposed in the early 1880s. The popularity of the event spread across the country. In 1887, Oregon, 
1887, Oregon became the first state in the United States to make Labor Day an official public holiday. By 1894, 30 U.S. states were already officially celebrating Labor Day. There was disagreement among labor unions at the time about when holidays celebrating workers should be, with some advocating for the continued emphasis of the September, March, and picnic date, while others sought the designation of the more politically charged date of May 1st. Conservative Democratic President Grover Cleveland was one of those concerned that a labor holiday on May 1st would tend to become a commemoration of the Haymarket Affair and would strengthen socialist and anarchist movements that backed the May 1st commemoration around the globe. In 1887, he publicly supported the September Labor Day holiday as a less inflammatory alternative, formally adopting the date as a United States federal holiday through a law that he signed in 1894. And that, my friends, is why it's fake Labor Day. It's literally crumbs. It's literally them stealing the the meaning and co-opting it into something utterly obscene. That's something that Democrats are very good at, and we'll get to that in a future episode. But rather than me going off on a tangent that I probably would have to edit out, let's go ahead and hop back to the script. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that's why it's fake Labor Day. It's literally crumbs. And it took into the 30s for unions to get that day off. It's a fight still going on for a large segment of labor today. Which brings me to our next topic, and it's one we'll consistently revisit in future episodes. Who are workers? And why are most low-wage workers still working today? First off, a worker is one who, well, works. If you produce goods and services through your own effort, you are a worker. If you're unable to work due to disability or circumstances, guess what? You're still a worker. Karl Marx called you the lumpen proletariat. Yeah, it's a mouthful, but what it means, basically, is... You are the lowest stratum of the proletariat, the working class, used originally in Marxist theory to describe those members of the proletariat, especially criminals, vagrants, and the unemployed who lacked awareness of their collective interest as an oppressed class. Yeah, you're still a worker even if you don't have a job. That's an important distinction. Who's not a worker? Well, that's a good question. Look to who gathers wealth without doing anything. Occupations such as landlords, CEOs, stock traders, lobbyists, and cops. I could spend another four hours detailing how each of these occupations aren't producing anything and are actively oppressing real workers, but that's a whole different series of shows. But we do need to take a minute to talk about the police. If you need a good background as to why the police aren't workers and the hate market affair wasn't enough for you, Listen to Robert Evans behind the police. He does a great job demonstrating that the police exist to defend capital and attack labor. If you're actively attacking your fellow workers to defend the property of the ruling class, you're probably a bastard. You're also probably racist, and there's a 60% chance your wife doesn't talk about how you beat her. Cops and the entire justice system save public defenders are tools of the bosses and cannot logically be an ally to labor organizing. This makes their tactic of police unions extra appalling. They'll break up your strike, but when we threaten to take away their overtime, they threaten to go on strike. I don't like that double standard. And any true member of labor wouldn't ask for something that they wouldn't grant to everyone else in labor. So fuck the police, and I stand by that. 
Let's pivot from a bunch of people who are generally respected for being enemies of labor to a bunch of people who aren't respected but are actually labor, low-wage workers. Today, when you ran to the store to grab your extra sixer or potato salad, did you take a minute to be thankful for the store being open? Did you consider the stalker, the cashier, the bag boy, or the cart guy? Well, joke's on you, it's the same person, since every low-wage worker in America does the job of at least five people for the pay of one. God, I love this country. <laughs> anyway, did you even consider that person? Did you take a minute to think that they were working today and you weren't? It's not truly Labor Day unless we celebrate all labor, including those clerks, fry cooks, and janitors who still work today. The nurses, the doctors, the firefighters who still work today. Everyone who still had to go in today for whatever reason, but it's usually because their boss is an asshole. Anyway, we brand these folks essential, but we don't allow them a day to celebrate themselves, and that's pretty fucked up. This is because, despite being a watered-down version of the holiday, capitalism still fucks it up. It's all about end of summer sales, not about the workers who make them possible. If they allowed employees the day off, why, there wouldn't, they, they wouldn't be able to sell a bunch of stuff. The whole economy would grind to a standstill. The whole world would come crashing down. But don't those workers deserve celebrating? Especially after the clusterfuck of the past year? Man, we went real quick from essential workers or heroes to fuck you, work today for no holiday pay, didn't we? There's also a large segment of workers who we don't, as a society, generally respect. Those creative types who wrote our books, articles, and scripts, or do graphic design, build crafts, and not to get all self-reverential here, start podcasts. Basically anyone who's not in a traditional job. You are still valued, you are still contributing to society. Same goes for sex workers. Yeah, sex work is work. That's not open for debate. When we do an episode on sex work, we'll discuss whether it's more noble than other work, whether it's exploitation on the grandest scale, and what skills come with being a sex worker. But I knew too many of them to even broach that subject by myself. Until then, sex work is work. Sex workers provide a necessary service and should be valued as such. So how about considering celebrating off-brand Labor Day by subscribing to a friend or comrades, now including nudity only fans? One other group of workers who need a special shout out today is everyone who makes their home run. Even leftists, despite all the rhetoric that the revolution begins in the sink, often forget the value of domestic labor. Without someone washing the dishes, doing the laundry, and taking out the trash, the world wouldn't function. To that respect, big shout out to my mom for doing that crap for, you know, 20 some odd years. Uh, and pretty much did it single-handedly because my dad didn't help out all that much around the house and we were all some real self-centered kids. Uh, anyway, thanks mom. Uh, you did a good job raising me and I have better habits now. So uh, anyway, I think we're getting pretty close to wrapping this up. Uh, enjoy Labor Day. It's meant for us. But remember, people fought and died for today. Much like the weekend, a 40-hour work week, an eight-hour work day, safety regulations, overtime, and ending child labor. People died. They marched, they fought, they suffered, 
they died. They did that for you, for me, for our worth, for our value, for our dignity. They did it for us. Today is a day worth celebrating. How can you celebrate besides a cookout? Well, how about joining a union? Even if you're already in a union, the industrial workers of the world are a union for everyone. If you're a member of the working class, as we defined above, the IWW would love to have you. The IWW has a long and rich history, but that's a story for another day. Right now, you can help unionize your workplace by learning how to with the WABs. Here in the KC metro area, we have the Heartland IWW branch. Find them on Facebook at Heartland IWW or search for them on YouTube or Twitter. Full disclosure, I'm a current Wobbly and a former delegate, former secretary, and former co-secretary of the branch, and this is indeed a shameless plug, but I do often repeat a line from the preamble of the IWW. We can build a better world on the ashes of the old. Now, instead of my regular playout music, let's jam a punk rendition of Solidarity Forever. It's an instrumental, might have some extra verses in there, I don't remember. So if you want to crank it up and sing along, go ahead. I'll probably be doing it too. Thanks for listening to the off-brand Labor Day special. This is Red Leg Revolution. I'm hoping to drop the first regular episode next Wednesday and subsequent Wednesdays after that. You can find us at the moment on Spotify, Anchor FM, Breaker.com, Google Podcasts, and YouTube, or you can download our RSS feed. We're working on listing on other platforms as we speak. And if you want to follow our socials, we're on Facebook and YouTube at Red Leg Revolution and at Twitter at Red Leg Pod. We'll be back next week because I'm an opinionated bastard who talks too much and apparently has too much time on my hands. Oh, and because our only hope is each other. Peace. And fuck girl with clean non-consecutive time having motherfuckers.